I am here with one of the greatest comedians living today. Everyone, please welcome to the Duncan Trussell Family Hour podcast, the glorious Sam Tripoli. Thank you. Such an honor to be here. How long have you been doing your podcast? I've been doing my podcast for... I lose track of time, man. Way before 2013. Well, I've been doing... I did the podcast with... Uh, Natasha called the Lavender Hour. Yes, I remember that. And um, and that started a long time ago. And then after we broke up, I started this one. So I don't know the exact amount of, t- you know, man. Don't you get a little like when it comes to time? Don't you kind of? I feel real woozy when I consider quantities of time from one point to another. Like I get caught up in that, and then I get weirded out. I I get like that when I attempt to uh, reach the end of space in my life, like in my head. Like I, I try to see if I can get all the way to the end of space and I just can't. They, well, they're right, right. You mean, so you're talking about like when you contemplate yes. boundarylessness. Yes. You just feel woozy. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, tap out. Yeah. I, can't, I can't get there. Yeah, right, man. I, I know what you mean. I, you know, I was just like, I know that feeling. I had one of the like most horrific drug experiences I ever had in my life really when I was in high school was because like people it's the worst drug man we at one point we were like so fucked up don't do this I can't believe we did this but kids were like putting butane gas oh my god in plastic bags and inhaling it oh yeah huffing huffing but yeah. sometimes do it glue but people do it with gasoline as well yeah yeah butane gas yeah and and you would take a breath and it would make your voice go like this yeah it was really fucked up man yeah cuz so, you're doing damage to your brain you're well i mean you're in your it's because the gas is heavier than like air so it like drops your vocal cords down so you you literally sound like a demon when you do it and i did it man and like i had this like experience of going down like a number line right from like 10 9 8 7 6 5 and then when i hit zero it was like infinite nothingness or something yeah and it was horrifying dude it was horrifying it was like this vast never-ending sense of self with no body or form or anything just awareness minus expression of awareness i get that i get that you know when uh, a lot of these astronauts not a lot but a couple of them when they go spend a significant amount of time in space they come back and they like instantly retire why because i think they just go up there and they realize like space there's a it's so vast and there's like nothing going on Either there's a lot of shit going on and they saw some weird shit or there's like nothing and it's just emptiness. Which do you think it is? I don't know, man. I'm really starting. To, you ever see this, uh, the NASA live feed from, yeah. Uh, and like how weird shit just pops up and then the feed dies. Yeah. The feed will die. They, it's crazy. They shut it down or they'll just say, you know, that's just space particles. Either we've never been beyond the Van Allen belt, the Van Allen belt or lower up, up. Here we go, like that. Okay, there there we go. Perfect. Or we're on every planet. I don't think there's any in between. You mean humans when you say we? Yeah. So you think that like there's the potential that humans have, from our time period, yes, have already migrated 
either we've done it or we haven't even got past that belt. That's my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, I, what do you think about the theories that we came from Mars? I haven't heard that theory. You haven't heard that theory? I do think we have alien DNA in us, and that is the jump between how we got from monkeys to people, that, that weird splicing of genes into us, and that there's a lot of stuff within, you know, I do a tinfoil hat with my friend, uh, you know, uh, my friend Ryan Davis, uh, he's my co-host, and we do a conspiracy theory show, and yeah. we've had a couple people on. And, like, if you watch through religion, there's a lot of talk of, uh, like... The Nephilim. Well, the uh, the, the lizard people. Uh, you know, if you look at what hell is, it's kind of like when you hear Hollow Earth, you know, all that stuff. Like, there's all those common themes of aliens and all that stuff. So I think it's definitely possible, dude, that we've uh, we could be from Mars. They found what... Um, uh, uranium from nuclear weapons on Mars. I mean, like, I mean, like the within the particles of the 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 the, the sand and all that, the dirt it has new uranium level of uh, um, uh, radiation, which is like weaponized. It's like it's crazy. So like there, yeah, that like that's the idea. The idea is like we were like when they talk about Atlantis, they're actually talking about Mars, and we were these like being like super and a super advanced really? technological civilization living on Mars. We got attacked by something and, or, or, you know, there, who knows, we, like we didn't pass the test. You know, a lot of people talk about how there's a test that, that every planet has to go through. Really? Yeah. And the test is, well, I mean, not just like a test, like it, even a, a test administered by some being, even though some people say that could be what it is. But the idea is, if a civilization <clears throat> begins to use tools, whatever they may be, glocks, right, right. grids, whatever it is, you know, whatever the thing is, and they begin to like figure out a way to kind of like evolve in a lifetime instead of evolving by natural selection. Once you start using tools, yeah, you you immediately accelerate right. the your your rates of survival. You don't have to wait for the the forces of nature to wipe out people who aren't fit or, right. or, or like birds that aren't fit or whatever. So you're like, fuck, I'll just make clubs. I don't have a way to defend myself. I don't have claws that would work or sharp teeth. I'm not that fast, but I'm just going to start using rocks and beating the shit Tools. out of things that get Tools. in my way. Yeah, right. And then you suddenly you have these leaps forward. So the idea is like, eventually as you begin to manipulate re matter, you're going to get to the point of, where, where, where you're going to become an atomic civilization. Yes. You're going to come up with a way to manipulate matter at the atomic level. Which is what we're doing now. Which is what we did. And now we have these nuclear weapons yep. that are everywhere. We don't even know where the fuck they Well, there's they're. also theories that nuclear weapons don't exist. Your thoughts on that? They exist. That's I think that's a bunch of shit. Yeah. I mean, there's this whole thing that they didn't drop atomic bombs on Hiroshima, that they actually dropped fire bombs because the only thing that disappeared was like the wooden structures and that people were able to move immediately back in i think that you can tell like they have meters that can detect fluctuations of radioactive isotopes or something yeah. in the atmosphere to the point where like they can detect that there are nuclear events there's yeah i think that they split the atom i think they definitely did i don't think those videos in the desert of mushroom clouds were manufactured i think that this is a very real terrible problem that we have there's a there's a guy who has a great podcast called the higher side chats have you ever heard yeah. of that great 
Carl Wood, good friend of mine, wonderful person. And uh, he had an episode where a guy, they were talking about Mars and like the radioactivity on Mars. And he said like the the amount of the bomb had to be like the for that radiation to be at that level at this time. Like the bomb had to be the size of like the Empire State Building, like to be dropped on Mars. Like, and that's kind of what you're talking about. Somehow that we were either attacked or we didn't pass a test or some shit like that. Well, we just got to the point of like when a civilization gets advanced enough, it's going to have really powerful weapons. It's either, or maybe it's going to be bioweapons. You know, whatever it's going to be, the more you learn how to like, the more specific and um, precise your tools become. Uh, then the more ability you have to manipulate matter and you're eventually going to create a super weapon, whatever it may be. Who knows? Whatever it may be. Kern, was it Kern? CERN. CERN, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So they're like, they're, yes. they're fucking with shit at the quantum level. Yeah. So once you get to this point, which we're at right now, which is that we've got these two incredible things happening. One, we've got technology. Yep. And two... We have fundamentalist religious people who aren't afraid to die. And so you have, or, or just fanatic nationalists, I guess. Are but you afraid to die? I'm afraid. I think it's healthy to be afraid to die. I think there's a reason that's in I us. Think it, I think it's, I, I, I'm not saying I'm afraid to die. I don't fear what's on the other side. Maybe that's the better answer to do. Like, I don't want to die in no way, shape or form. I'm very Bless. I'm in a great place in my life. My most of my family is pretty healthy. I'm pretty lucky on that, and I'm happy with like the work I put in and anything I gain back. But the thought of what happens on the other side and the mystery of that does not scare me, though. You, you know, know like when you're in a really great, like, love affair. Yeah. And you're kind of like, this is what I just did, like intermuscular ketamine, and uh, that's what it, I realized is like, oh, it's not like I'm afraid to die. It's that I love life. Yeah. And so, like, I'm attached to life. Yeah. I like this dimension that we're in. So it's, so it's like, you know, I, I get it. Like, probably upon the expiration of the physical body, it could be that nothing changes at all. It, this could be a loop. It could be... Hologram. Hologram. It could be eternal nothingness. Yeah. But whatever it is, it's something that really doesn't matter in the sense that since we have no control over that, then the obsession with it yeah. becomes kind of a distraction from the present moment or something. But they to answer your question, if so, I don't want to die. Right. I, I, I think that's totally. And if someone thing. like came in and grabbed us and tied our hands behind our backs from ISIS and took us into one of their fucking torture chambers or whatever, right, and right, we're about right, to get our right. heads lobbed off. Right. I'd be shitting fucking bricks. I, I, I I'm not saying that I am, um, I'm like, hey, dude, kill me. I'm fucking cool with that. Not at all. I think a violent death is a scary death. You know, I don't think anybody wants to have violent death. When you hear about people who do have violent deaths, you're like, oh, the thoughts going through their head and how sad that must be. You know, but what I'm talking about is this, there are people who are afraid of the whatever the next journey is, whether you get reabsorbed into the universe, you know, the Tibetan thing, we did a whole fun story. You know, I'm sure you've talked about the Book of the Dead and all that crazy yeah. stuff that goes on with that. And, you know, where you go on with that? Do you go in the room and watch a bunch of people boning and then that's how you pick your parents is by, by, by their bone style, which is hilarious to me. You know, I don't, I just know that it's, to me, I don't want, obviously I don't want to die anytime soon, violent death, any of that, but I'm not afraid of what's on the other side. You know, something 
crazy happened once to me when I was growing up in Hendersonville, North Carolina. I was at the Blue Ridge Mall, which is the mall we would all go to. That was in the mall culture times. You go to the mall and hang out. Yeah, they don't happen. That's they're dying left and right. It's gone. Sad. But we used to go to malls and hang out and take acid. That's where you go and get high and watch people and shoplift D&D books from the bookstore. And I remember I went there and this kid who I was friends with, who was friends with friends, he came out of the mall and he had the Tibetan Book of the Dead in his hand. He's like, look what I just bought, the Tibetan Book of the Dead. You know what this is? I'm like, not really. It looks scary, though. The Tibetan, I didn't, it's like the Necronomicon or something. Yeah. But um, I didn't really know what it was. Anyway, I think like, Two days later, he got murdered. What? Yeah, how crazy is that? It's like he knew he was about to die or some like karmic. Did they, did he, how did he die? He was trying to steal crack cocaine from somebody. He like this, he went to buy crack and apparently the guy held his hand out with crack in it and he hit the guy's hand to knock the crack out and then picked the crack up to steal it and tried to run. And the guy caught him and picked him up and dropped him on his head, shattered his head, went home with like a, a you know, a skull fracture. Yeah. His mom apparently came into the room, turned the light on and he threw up and she's like, what happened? And then he, she hospital and he died because of the swelling of the brain. Unbelievable. But it's that thing where it's like, shit, man, what are the odds that like two days before you get murdered, you pick up a copy of the send something. Yeah. Or, or yeah, it's like you're sort of like when you're making the deal, as some people say, some people say there's a deal you make when you come into this life. Part of it was like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go out early. Yeah. But at least let me have a little map that I can use so that maybe in the next incarnation. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's just, I'm all into that, dude. I'm all into that. You know, we did something on JFK recently and his assassination and like, you, you you hear all the stuff that JFK was trying to do, and it would be almost more shocking that he didn't get assassinated. Right. You know, like this guy knocking the hand out. Like, oh, no wonder you got murdered because, you know, you're robbing drug dealers. Yeah. You know, it's like that. But, yeah. dude, he was going, JFK was going after um, the CIA. He was going after the mob, and he was going after the Federal Reserve. I mean, that is literally a stew for death. Why... Do you think, I think this is like one of the big questions people have because Trump has gone after the intelligence community. He has. He, how much is that as real, do you think? How much you think, how much of this is theater, dude? I think that so much of this is theater. If you watch like the playbook of all these deep state people, Trump is pretty much following it. I think it's all theater, dude, that just to make us get upset and not pay attention that we're maybe going in the. Maybe that we are in World War Three, like with some nasty hombres, dude. Describe like that. What Russia you, and yeah. China, possibly. So, like, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, how wh break down what World War Three is right now? Like, how are we in World War Three? Okay, so over the time, yeah. You know, okay, so let's go back to nine eleven. Okay. Two weeks before 9-11, or like about a month before, and if I'm not accurate on these exact timetable, forgive me, but there is a book that comes out written by Dick Cheney, which states uh, how to get back to what he thought was the military higher ground, moral ground, and that was going to be through strong military presence, return to conservative values, and he goes, oh, it's going to take a, uh, a Pearl Harbor type event. Three weeks later or a month later, 
we get 9-11. What, what was that called that he, that, that I thing? have it in, if you give me two seconds, I'll tell the story and yeah, I'll find it for I, you. Somebody was telling me to look at that and I know it's got this really like, kind of like, it's not a scary sounding name. Like whatever that shit is. Something for American <laughs> values or something like that. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Like, yeah, I'll find for you. So hope I, for American values. Yeah. 100%. So he puts this out and, uh, couple weeks later boom 9-11 happens we go in and we are focusing on iraq even when we it's quote unquote afghanistan where where all these people are which is again another ploy another gang so, right that's the uh, what was it called the yellow shit that's the- oh here it is you ready it's called um strategy forces and resources for a new century Okay, right. That All is right. the name. And I, if you like, I would se- I, I have a link I could send you. And that's kind of like the guidebook for... The neocons. The neocons. Okay, gotcha. The neocons. So this begins the war. Now, at the time of 9-11, there were seven countries with no uh, centralized banks. There were seven or eight. We're down to like two now. You know, right. it's like... And they're all countries where we're currently bombing at this moment. Anyways, we go in there. We're in Afghanistan. The whole thing is like everybody says it's regime change and it's, you know, we're destabilizing places. But let's think about this just for a second. This is something that is really astounding to me. And this is where you really see how people, there's a force field where people get slammed into the wall, right? Yeah. Which is that, okay, so we have uh, that this concert where Ariana Grande. Some yeah, Grande. A- Ariana, is it Grande? Yeah. Or, well, uh, some asshole goes into the fucking uh lobby blows up a bunch of kids i i I think it was outside as they were leaving okay outside as they're leaving assumed that this is kills a bunch of kids maybe so you meanwhile we get data coming back from our airstrikes overseas that we've killed countless civilians just while trump's been president right yeah countless civilians and no one like the Ariana Grande thing happens. There's a concert. Yep. There's people on Twitter mourning them. They're like, we must stand together. But when we blow up civilians, when there's civilian casualties, when we're in this kind of overseas this war, this is great talk, dude. No one says anything, and this is where people get shoved against the wall. I've said it to people. I'm like, hey, I, I understand that you are afraid of terrorism. Yeah. I am afraid of terrorism. Right. I don't like any kind of radical fundamentalist terror terror at all. But we must admit that as a country, and I'm not saying this justifies what they're doing at all. I'm just saying, why don't we freak out on this side when we kill a bunch of people overseas? And you know why? Because they're brown. That's why. I think that's what it is. We don't care about them because there's an endemic, endogenous, deep, you talk about the deep state, deep fucking racism. Well, and there's also the demonization of what they represent, which is this Islamic jihadist people. And like, I, I, I'm sorry, and I'm going to get killed on this, but when I hear conspiracy theorists yelling about uh, Islamic jihadists, I, I really question whether you have any clue what's going on. 
because when we consistently find that we are funding these people, uh, the war on terror is the is exactly like the war on drugs. As we find out that the CIA is working with Pablo Escobar, the Clintons, and all these other people to fly coke in to create the crack epidemic, yes. and now we're in Afghanistan and th- what they did to the black community, they're now doing to the white community with heroin. Like we create the boogeyman so that people beg for us to save them from the boogeyman, and it's very much like that old Hanna-Barbera cartoon where Elmer Fudd is trying to sleep in the hotel and he gets a mouse and he can't sleep so he calls the front desk and they call in a cat and the cat takes out the mouse now the cat won't go away so now he calls in and they bring in a dog and it's just one right out there we keep calling people to help them save them and they keep adding to the problem well let's let's one thing that when, when it comes to topics like this which for many people are uh it sets off the security mechanism of conditioning in the in the in a human being's brain, right? So it's like you see the uh, any kind of heist movie. Inevitably, some guy gets lowered down over the fucking lasers, yeah. and that. So the, this will tr- do the trip the laser of conditioning in a 100%. person's mind, and they hear it, and they just they're they're like, I'm not gonna listen to this. I don't I I don't know what it is. But so I think what's important is let's find what is just abs where no one could argue. Okay, that this about a thing you know like no one can argue for example that the earth is flat we all know it's flat it's an inarguable truth but no one can argue for example that we are the united states is currently we have troops in a bunch of different countries we are there was just a discussion right now that we are we are i mean let's go back to obama who is the president who was in War longer than any other president yeah. ever in the history. The drone of time. lord from seven. He was in war eight years straight. Yeah, right. That's never happened before yep. in this country. Yep, that's right. Eight years straight. We're going to be at war forever now. He gets a Nobel Peace Prize and proceeds to bomb Afghanistan, Iraq, Pakistan, uh, Somalia, Libya. And I think there was one more that he. I'm missing, but you know, so we we're bombing them. We are fighting ISIS, okay, ISIS, who is, we could discuss this, emails have come out over and over again that the Sith Lord, Hillary Clinton, knew that we were, not only knew, but was part of the facilitation. The whole idea behind, like this whole, uh, you can stop me anytime, Benghazi, they made it about emails, like the mainstream media made it about emails, but really at the end of the day, the real discussion is that, did they leave that guy out to dry? Well, no, I know, but I want to talk about, like, we'll get to that. But I think it's like, let's first okay. break down, because people hear that shit that you did, the, okay. the thing you just did, and suddenly it becomes like, all right, this is just like, this is- This the, is alt-right crazy not, guy talking. Yeah, he's got the fucking shit pasted okay. to the wall with the yeah. arrows connected. I got line, red lines yeah, everywhere. Yeah, but it's like, okay, but let's just talk about what's actually happening. Okay. And this is where the big question mark- floats the to me this is where it's like what why do we accept the fact that our country is bombing other countries that we don't even know what like with vietnam for example you could go up to somebody and be like why are we at war at vietnam and they would say well we're worried that communism is going to spread through southeast asia right viet Cong, and eventually right. communism is going to spread in the united states and it's an existential threat to capitalism, right? So with the war in Afghanistan, go ask someone, what what do we, do you know why we're bombing Afghanistan? Do you know why we're bombing 
Syria? Do you know why we're shooting down um, Iranian drones? Right. Do you, wh why are we doing this? Right. What is the answer? There, I don't know if I can answer that because I, I've been studying. Like, dude, I'm not saying I'm an expert in anything, but I've been studying this stuff. What I think is given facts, I get constantly well, you told don't know what I want to know what the party line. Like, in other words, the non non-controversial idea why are we currently why do we have troops in afghanistan why do we why are we dropping bombs in syria why are we attacking all these other countries and spending so much money uh why are we doing that i mean i i the answer i don't i can't say like the the 100 percent answer that i can tell you what i believe and what it, the evidence let's google shows it. let's google it why are we bombing Syria? I when mean, you, here you want to hear something. Oh, I mean, like I can tell you why we're bombing Syria. I mean, it's all about pipeline, dude. A pipeline from Qatar that goes through Syria that goes to the Baltic Sea. No, no, but it's like not the pipeline. I'm saying like there. That's not what you're gonna hear. You're not gonna hear the truth, which is oh, that he's gassing people. That's why we're bombing Syria. Here's something. Here's when you go to CNN. Assad is gassing people. Here's what's funny about it. When you look it up, just Google, why are we bombing Syria? What you will find is not like, you know, like, if, for example, if I look up what temperature does water boil at? Yeah. It's going to pop up. Or if like I, I go to you and right. I'm like, hey, Sam, why did you take a shit today? You'll be like, well, I had to take a shit. You yeah, know? 100%. But with this kind of thing. You would expect a, a war where we're bombing people. Just look it up. They're like, well, we're bombing Syria because they are um, gassing their people. Yeah. Or, or, or they're going to gas our people. Yeah. Something like that it says here. Let's see. It's just it's. Uh, yeah, I guess it's like they're gas. It's not really. They're not really saying gassing people. Well, look up uh, red line, rat line. Look that up real quick. OK. Red line, rat line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's basically the fact that um, we basically ISIS took out Libya because we can't do it. So we Libya want, was getting behind starting like an African currency based on gold that would trade in trade oil, and we can't have that. Wow, we can't have oil being traded in gold. It's traded in American dollars right you're now. You're talking about the petrodollar. Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think like if you want to like get to if like you're someone who is uh, skeptical about conspiracy theories, I think it's if I'm playing if I'm paying taxes and a lot of taxes for these fucking bombs that we're dropping. Yes, we're dropping four bombs per minute in the Middle East right now. So think about that. I number. think we deserve to know a concise, clear answer. Because if you don't have the concise, clear answer, then you don't have a period that it's ever going to end. Right. It's like, well, if you want to say, well, we're going to stop dropping bombs on them when we are the United States of the Middle East. That's when we stop dropping bombs on them. We're going to stop dropping bombs on them when we've strangled Russia, when we have just gain power over the oil reserves because we're running out at least then it's like all right are I we running out it seems like they find more and more pockets everywhere and oil technically the price of oil has gone down even though your gas hasn't gone down someone explained that to me saying look if you want to know how that we're running out of fucking oil just look at fracking it's like do you realize like the kind of the the, the trouble it takes to well is that that we're running out or is that a new way to get it 
a new way to get it in like certain different places. A desperate places. way to get it. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, and Hillary Clinton it was totally going to go fracking. She's a pro fracker. But this is, this is the, so like, this is where, like, if you really want to know how foggy you are and you really want to know how conditioned you are, it's crazy. All you have to do is ask yourself, do I really know why we're, we're dropping four bombs a minute in other countries? Do I know why? And probably you'll be like, I really don't have a real clear idea of why we're doing that. There's so much crazy shit going on right now, yeah. dude. And it's so deep and there's deeper layers to deeper layers. Like you get to this layer and then there's someone's like, oh no, check out this layer, you know? But I think it's good to start at this. Just like stick around, hang out in the um, cool. undeniable truth. Right. The undeniable truth is that we are currently... At the very begin, this I mean, this is where you could say it's a deniable truth, but I would say it looks like we are in World War Three. I one hundred percent. Yeah, we're we just shot down a Syrian jet. Could easily be Russian jet. We don't know exact, but we know we shot the other guy's jet down, who is bombing ISIS. Which is like you got to be a. Why are we bombing? The ISIS is the boogeyman, the bad guy. Why are we shooting the planes that are bombing them? Yeah. I mean, I know, man. dude, I mean, there's so much deep shit. The rabbit hole is so deep. And there's literally like, there's like, like, okay, we're regulars at the comedy store, right? You mean, yeah, we have our group. We'll call it the death squad group, right? We're doing our thing, the death squad group. But then there's the Crystalia group. And Crystalia's group is just big a part of the comedy store as the Death Squad group, yeah. right? But they're doing their own thing. Right. And we don't even know what they're doing. Right. And they might be doing stuff that's countering our stuff, and we don't even know it. Wait, and are you implying that we're being attacked by some nefarious group of Crystalia? Good-looking guys. Just good-looking. <laughs> just by existing, they hurt us. And I love all them. But the point is that we, even within this... Their beauty is fire. Just, I would watch that guy get off stage, and women would present themselves. <laughs> present themselves he is he needs his own trophy a giant statue outside of the, the comedy store saluting crystalia and just i would he, he looked like bruce lee trying to fight eight fuckable beings but listen you know it was um within the cia there's a million or the deep state there's a million different things going on and they're all not coordinated not everybody in the cia is necessarily deep state people there's just so much shit going on and when you look at like how deep down the rabbit hole but this going. is this is what i think man people like you who understand some of this and i only understand a little every time i learn a little more it's so important to like because you have to think why do why am i making this exploration into the truth of what may be happening. What is my purpose behind it? And I think most people who go down this rabbit hole, so to speak, the reason they do it is because they want the world to be better. They don't think there should be bombs being dropped on civilians overseas. 100%. So there's a noble impulse. And But what happens is you start gathering all this data, and then the data becomes more complex and more complex. And then the next thing you know, you are making statements that are completely unverifiable and completely, more than likely, some of them are raw, just flat out fucking wrong. Okay. And so what happens then is people will be like, yeah, but you said that one thing. Okay. Therefore, everything you said must be wrong. All I'm saying is we need an Alex Jones that is clear headed. We like the, the problem with it is it's like, 
it's the the okay kind of a roundabout way to get to my point but one of the funniest things i ever read about lsd distribution systems is that they tend to melt down because people who are selling LSD eventually get to the point where they don't want to sell it anymore. They just want to give it away. Yeah. So like this, the, the substance itself transforms the, the vendor. So in the same way, uh, the study of the deep state and the study of the perplexing um, global network of it, it potentially infinite operators yes. um, can... Uh, have a similar effect on the human mind, which is that you become... There's actually a saying for that, which is you start to find patterns in randomness. Right. It's actually, there's a... I forget my friend talks about it all the time. It's yeah. like, there's a guy called Russian Vids. Have you heard this guy on on YouTube? It's called Russian Vids. And I don't think it has anything to do with actually Russia. It's just called Russian Vids. Yeah. And he finds conspiracy in everything. Right. In every little thing, like... Anytime a celebrity dies, no matter how old they are, he doesn't believe they're dead. That's right. Any woman who's famous in Hollywood used to be a man. Yeah. You know, like everything is conspiracy. I, I get that. But what everything's I Everything's a false flag. Every everything's a false... I, I, listen, I'm not saying everything's a false flag. I've seen false flags happen. I was in LA when the San Bernardino shooting happened, right? And I watched it happen live on television. And you always want to watch what happens when the initial report comes out in your area. Yeah. What is that initial report? It's probably going to be more accurate than the report that is about to follow. Right. And the report was, and I watched it happen in real time as they interviewed people, three to four white men in black military fatigue walked into the office and started shooting everybody. And I'm like, holy fuck. Some, some, you know, and it was all around that time when, you know, the uh, people like state land, state rights, man, you want that you come, come get my gun from a dead hand. You know, that all that yeah. kind of all that weird shit was going down. So I thought this was like some kind of like one of those things. And I just watched it start to get spun into this Middle Eastern guy, quote unquote, loving ISIS, him and his wife, who just had a baby three months ago, fucking shooting up the place. And I watched it happen, man. And it's crazy. You look at the Boston bombing. I'm not, a bomb went off. Something went off there. Three people died. Three people died. Very tragic. Very yeah. sad. They put out two humongous HP, uh, Hollywood movies about it. It's just, it, 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 things just don't start to add up. And you, when you hear about Operation Mockingbird or, or excuse me, Operation Northwood, and you just know that there is proof that this stuff goes on because you have to have a boogeyman. You have to have eminent threat in order to go, please save me from myself. Look at what's going on in England right now where uh, Theresa May is like, we got to lock down the internet. These guys are all over the place. These Islamic jihadists, they're just everywhere. They're talking. They're on chat rooms. Well, we got to monitor everything you're doing. Let me ask you this. Do you think, because there's this idea in the universe there is the opposite of everything, right? For if there is a thing, it's a reaction. There's a reaction now. Well, yeah, and, and and generally, if there's for when when there's one thing, there's an there's its opposite. For example, right. we have love, and then we have hate. Right. We have pleasure. We have pain. The right. the binary, right? Okay, yeah. So what you're talking about, I think there's a very high likelihood of of it, which is that it's like no doubt, and like leaders have evolved to the point of becoming camouflaged into 
an environment where they don't seem like leaders anymore because um, leaders tend to die. Leaders get murdered. Leaders get, if there's a revolution, the leaders are the, generally going to get arrested or hung or shot or something like that. Right. So leaders, it's a dangerous thing to be a leader. Very dangerous. You don't want to be a leader. You, don't you only have so long as head of the mob. Yeah, you, you know, don't want to Eventually someone wants that job. Right. So you're going to evolve. And you're going to evolve so you're, that you're no longer the leader, but you are. You're going to be a hidden leader, right? That makes sense. That's just a natural right. evolution. You don't want to be... You, the people are dangerous. So you're like... If you are a leader of people, you're like a beekeeper with a fucking beehive of Africanized bees. Only right. They're not producing honey. They're producing technology and innovation right. that you can use right. to empower your family and to potentially extend your lifespan. So it's a very lucrative field to be involved in, which okay. is to harvest the innovations of the human beings that you're controlling. But if they get pissed off at you, they're going to want to, they're going to they're gonna fucking kill you. And if you, you could just look it up. Mussolini, just look up what happens. Gaddafi, look it up. You know, if they don't kill you, one of your other someone who's competing with you for that very you don't same retire as a dictator. You don't There's retire. No retirement. That's, That's right. So, um, what you're talking about, I think, is highly probable. In fact, I would be very surprised if it wasn't the case that there was some nefarious group of power hungry okay. people that was in some way or another manipulating the reality or manipulating history right. to achieve their goals, which are probably based on making sure their family continues to have money or something. I don't know, something like that. It would make sense to me, right? So if that's the case, then their opposite must also exist, right? There must also be a group of people who are equally hidden because the other people who tend to get their fucking heads chopped off are the people who come out with like some kind of like amazing new way of living some pro you know look what happened to jesus right. for example so you you're know. saying as there are people out there who are destabilizing everything there has to be another hidden group that's out there trying to stabilize everything that's that, that is in a cold war with the destabilizing group. I 100%. That's why I'm trying to say that's 100%. Who within, are they? Within every within every organization within the CIA or whatever group you want to talk about, there are actual patriots. There are actually people who want to fight crime, want to make sure everything and I think make sure that everybody lives in a safe place and is actively trying every day to stop the bad guys. I don't mean that, man. I don't mean that. And I know that's in there. That's definitely in there. Okay. I know that. Right. I think that there is a group of people, of like a brotherhood or sisterhood, so to speak. Of like superheroes? Well, kind of, man. They're not necessarily, I mean, not, not like Superman or the Avengers, but within a group that's trying to spread love. Yeah. That's that, that recognize. So it's like, okay, you have these two, you, you want to make it just overly generalized you have these two potential outcomes here right uh -huh. one of them probably some kind of militarized globalist like radioactive planet with a brand new history that gets written where this kind of intermediary period where yeah. we had access yeah. to the internet and we were all connected and whatever is just kind of blurred out or something who knows what it is some kind of like you know what they say when capitalism gets sick it it turns into fascism, sick cap, fascism, sick cap, fascism's capitalism with a fever, basically. So right. like, but we're looking at more of a kind of like super successful capitalism, I believe, eventually becomes fascism. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it has to. I don't know, but like, I it, think once you become so, po you, it's never enough. Well, you got to create supply and demand, right? But if you're if technology gets to the point where it creates infinite supply through some form of new energy systems or some kind of way to harvest matter and transform it using some super advanced 3D printers that make it like the same thing that happens for when we could download music happens for everything. So it's like you don't just fucking download a song. You download a pair of pirated Adidas or you download a T-shirt or you download a fucking... 15,000 sheets of LSD that gets built in your atomic matter simulator. Yeah. And that's being run on some yeah. kind of fusion energy. So there's no more supply and demand. People just can have access to what they want. The 3D printers can print the 3D printers, which can print more 3D printers, print the guns, print whatever. It gets in the hands of everybody. So crazy. How do we sell it? How do we chaos. make money now? It's fucking chaos. And, other, and this is why there was a time when alchemists were being hung, not because of like what they were doing as far as like experimenting with science, but because they knew that if they figured out a way to turn lead into gold, it would completely destabilize the economy. 100%. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So so uh, what we're talking about is that there is a, um, a, a group of people that is aware of the potential that is can happen on this planet, what is known as the next phase the awakening the whatever you want to call it the singularity I totally the agree. Uh, technological renaissance yes and, and and there's a group of people who knows that and dude they're fucking smart sam they're really really smart and like they probably do have their fingers in the fbi and the cia and the dea they have their fingers fucking everywhere sam and they know what's happening and they're doing something really really fucking cool right now only they can't necessarily show themselves because if they do they'll get fucking arrested i totally they'll get agree shot that. yeah and i think they're out there man and they're doing stuff and let me tell you man they're fucking smart sam they're really isn't that tesla really smart. didn't he invent like free energy and they locked that shit down well i mean i, I don't know I don't know if if Tesla was associated with him or not. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, okay, here's the idea. Like, this is woo-woo-y as hell, and I don't know if it's true or not, but it really could be that there's a thing that happens to a civilization where if it passes a certain test, then it gets to kind of ascend in a way into like what the planet could be. This planet this planet, oh wow, it's the Garden of Eden. This is the Garden of Eden. We didn't get literally kicked out of the Garden of Eden in the Bible, but we got mentally kicked out of the Garden of Eden. That's what happened. That's the wall built around the Garden of Eden with the angels, and that's our that's our mind. We've, oh. we've been separated from recognizing that we're in paradise, and we think the other person next to us is evil, and we think that we're separated from each other. This is all a wall around paradise. So the idea is that uh, that wall is being disassembled, is being actively disassembled by a group of people, by different people. Some of them are chemists who are producing chemicals that allow you to like transcend the individual self and merge into everything. Some of them are teachers. They're everywhere though. And so that's what is freaking out the man. The man is freaked out. Now, maybe not because oil is running out, but because they realize that in the same way that we are heading in the direction of some kind of military 
nuclear fucking holocaust dystopian doom state we very well might get to a point where all power structures melt down and these sons of bitches who are putting themselves at the top of the fucking pyramid with their goddamn owls and their fucking eyes and their creepy symbols and shit they become irrelevant 100 i keep saying that 100 i mean it's almost what is happening with network television right now yeah. and the internet. That's right. Where it's become these people, like the power that the network had, we would say when you and I first moved to LA uh, in the early 2000s, I don't know how long you've been there, but early 2000, late 90s, early 2000s, where they were just, they'd flipped the script on the talent, where the talent used to tell the suits what was funny, the suits sees power from that and we're now telling the talent what they wanted to see and it was it was it yes. was a weird kind of dynamic that had had changed and now through the internet we're seeing more less and less people watching the suits telling everybody what's entertaining and they're coming to the Duncan Trussell hour hearing about you know this this kind of anti-deep state, which is deep love, you know, and, yeah. this, and this deep kind of movement that is changing yeah. to that. And now they're coming to you to be like, we want your crowd. How can we work together? Yeah. So that's what you're saying. And I agree with that. That's it. And and that, that, that thing that you see, well, you're, it's, 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 uh, you're looking at, so it's like, okay, pro, for example, in Yellowstone, we're having these earthquake swarms right now. Very scary. Probably nothing's going to happen. But preceding a really big earthquake, there are four shocks, right? So that's what they're called, four shocks, right? So what we're, because we are about to approach this point in time, and it's a great point in time. And it's been written about, man, and, it, and it's a beautiful thing that's going to happen. And it's like going to be, it's a real hair raising ride that's all we're in a because the person behind this is a master storyteller a master we are in the tapestry of one of the of of an artist so incredible that every single drop of paint that is within the the canvas the tapestry every thread is alive and every 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 atom in the thread is alive and every quantum it's a living thing and we're all being like we're all part of it and it's like a story it's in time our totally past present or future and i'll tell you it's a any great what happens what fucking happens man in any great great movie it always seems like the bad guy's gonna win right always inevitably that's the model that's the archetype it always seems like that you know it always seems like that this is scary though sam it's scary for reals (laughs) but yeah one thing i I feel that I could say is there's some people out there, man, who are really, 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 really smart and really, really funny and really, really, really rich. And they, uh, they're not, they don't want drums, bombs to get dropped on people and they don't want polar bears to drown and they don't want the reefs. They like it here. They like it here, man. They like this planet and they like people. They think people are fucking great. They don't think they're cattle or slaves or something that should be used as like machines. They Energy think, forces. No. They love people. And right. they want everything to be okay. Right. And they're working on it. But the problem is they can't fucking come out just yet with what's going down because they'll get arrested. They've got to be sneaky, just like the other people Well, are. they'll be assassinated. You or, know, like yeah. Martin Luther King and all these guys who like kind of had the, you know, even, uh, you know, the Beatles, John Lennon gets shot singing about give peace a chance, all this stuff. And it's, yeah, 
Dude, I get. I totally. Lennon is an example of somebody who, like, maybe even got inspired by them a little bit and came out. But the the point is, like, uh, the point is this: hope is real, and that's one of the first things they want to take away from us, Sam. They want to take away our hope. They want us to think there's nobody out there, and I don't just mean nobody out there as in here. I mean nobody out there, out past the Van Allen belt. They want us to think nobody's out there, no hope, no hope. In a horror movie, there's a few characteristics of of a horror movie, uh, and one of them is in a lot of great horror movies, you'll get to the point where your mommy can't help you. That's what it's called. Mommy can't help you. You're fucked. Your mom is not going to come save oh you. Oh my God. Yeah. Mommy can't help you. That's, that's what... so interesting. Yeah. 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 And that's one of the things that, that like that we think mommy can't help us. We're doomed. Mother earth can't help us anymore. She's been wrapped up in the barbed wire of these demons and we're done. We're done. We're all just, we're all in a fucking zoo. We're all just in an exhibit right now. It's hopeless, 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 hopeless. That's what they want. Hopeless. That's what you would want. When you're running that fucking techno beehive, producing innovations and art and militarized weapons and shit, you want the bees to be hopeless. You want them to think there's no fucking way out of this situation. You want them to think there's only this hive. There's no one like you. You're fucked. That's what you, it's not true. No, I, that, if you see, you see this a lot in uh, recovery, like when people get to a point with addiction, they, they really start getting into drugs. They start getting, when they see that there's no hope, when you lose hope yeah. is when you want to start numbing out. That's right. And you want to start, you know, like that's a big thing with like, you know, with all these jobs leaving and, and they're like, oh, your job just got sent to Mexico. There's no hope. And what do you, what, what takes away, you know, the feeling of lack of hope? Oh, sweet heroin. You know, it's like I can numb out for about 10 minutes, you know, meth or whatever your, your, your thing is, you know, just whatever it takes to get out of your head to escape. It's, you know, it's being an escape artist. You want to escape your brain instead of sitting in there and like trying to get through it and deal with the issues of it. 100. Yeah. 100%. And, And that you see, I think that's where the, the, that hopefulness. So the idea is like, we explore these topics not out of a morbidity, but out of a desire for, uh, or, or, or an instinct that is, we can feel that there is a possible future that is so amazing, that's so fucking amazing. And we might not get to see it, but we might be able to kind of like lay down some track. You know what I mean? We might be able to put down a couple of fucking bits of, of some rails down that move the train a little step closer to a place where the monolithic Dick Cheney, weapons manufacturing, neocon, lunatic, greedy people who very well might be possessed by some kind of demonic force. Oh, dude, it's not, it's so, within the con- conspiracy theory, there's so much anti Semitism and it drives me nuts because it's like, you're falling for it, man. You know, it has nothing to do with Jews, has nothing to do with Muslims, has nothing to do with Christians or conservatives. Everybody can have faith. Their faith it's it's dark arts, man. It's like way past that. And it's the it's the demonization you're talking about. It's like that's really what's good. These guys are who are beyond any of these organized religions that we all recognize. It's like very deep, deep demonic shit. And I don't even want to call it Satanism because I think people who worship Satan are you know, the ones I've met are pretty nice people. It's like dark art shit. Like like really deep, deep dark arts 
that that only use religion as a, a Halloween mask that they can parade around and walk amongst the people to uh, yeah. you know well they don't like they 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 well Sam they don't like pretty things yeah. <laughs> they they're just they just like to like they 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 like to hurt and 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 you know that's that's the game they're playing and they've 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 picked a really difficult part to play and, and and they carry a lot of weight because of that and it's rough man it's a sad thing they've chosen but the, one of the qualities of them is that they want us to be focused on them they want our attention they feed off of it which is why it's like the what's really funny man i'm telling you I, I mean, again, now this is making prophecies is ridiculous. So I'm not going to put any time on it, but I'll tell you, man, we're going to see something that's the opposite of Columbine. We're going to see something that's the opposite of these disasters that we've been seeing. Something's going to pop up, dude, that's going to be so fucking funny and so like it's going to be a demonstration. There is, I, I really believe. There's going to be a, a demonstration, something. You know how like God shows the rainbow after yeah. the flood. Yeah. Of course, God doesn't. It doesn't really mean God shows a rainbow. It just means that from time to time, these things come out. They come out. They don't like to come out a lot. Okay. Because they um they uh they'll well they get killed. They'll get murdered. They'll or, get locked yeah. up. And, and well. also, it's not very artful. I think it's kind of like they're really funny and they're, they're I don't know, man. They're I don't understand them completely, but. They, they're gonna like show some. They're probably gonna show us something, and whenever they show something, it's really, really trippy. It's what Terrence McKenna called novelty. It's this thing happens. For example, like LSD is synthesized by Albert Hoffman, right? Comes out of nowhere. Like what the fuck happens to come out just right around when we split the atom, right around when the nuclear bomb appeared? Oh yeah, shift focus. But you see, it's like they're like, oh okay. Oh, a super weapon. Okay, look, they produced a super weapon. They split the atom. They created a thing that could potentially destroy the entire planet. Okay, that's your move? Are you done with your move? Let us show you our move. We're going to use science to create a substance that is incredibly powerful, works at the microgram dosage, but when it enters into human consciousness, it creates the opposite of a nuclear blast of destruction. It transforms the human psyche into a thing that is unified with nature, connected to its fellow brother and sister, and begins to guide its compass, not based on materialism, but on love. And this is an answer. It's like a game of tennis. Nuclear bomb, bam, LSD. There you go. And it's subtle and it's smart and it's beautiful. So I think like probably if it hasn't already happened, there's about to be another like, oh, okay, let us show you something else. And whatever that fucking thing is, I don't know, it could be fusion. It could be fusion, dude. It might just be they like figure out fusion. It might be artificial intelligence. I don't know what it what it's going to be, but I... You know what's interesting is like the CERN thing, CERN. Yes. Right? That invented the internet. That was that the way they those scientists communicated. Right. Was the invention of the internet. Yeah. And now this very dark thing, which I've heard so many stories about your take on it and like how they found the smallest particle in the world and it was like a pentagram or something along the lines of that. Yeah. Like out of that darkness comes this thing that has really 
let's face you know i was talking to greg uh, carlwood about like the internet changed the way we communicate right and these old these old oligarchies that have been right don't know how to deal with that's this. right if you look at like how hillary clinton ran her campaign it was a 1990s campaign it was not real good use of the internet she had no clue how to control like the fact that she was emailing openly on an open circuit such devastatingly crazy shit yeah and not even thinking twice about it she had no clue what she was dealing with at this time right. like you you see the emails you're like why wouldn't you ever email somebody that yeah that's something you call and talk about yeah. like you have a meetup and talk about yeah you know so in that sense it's like from the darkness comes this light. That's right. And you know, they've talked about before, like there's a the guy who just passed away. I forget who I forget how to pronounce his name, but he was literally like he created everybody's like foreign policy for the last like since like Nixon. He was like Clinton's, the Obamas, everybody's like foreign policy guy, and he literally was talking about how it's it's it used to be easier to control a million people. Yeah. Than kill a million people now. Now it's easier to kill a million people than it is to control a million people. Well, yeah, I mean that it's a it's a look, man. It's a real problem, but it's like again, our vision because it's like the thing is like if I opened up a secret wall in my apartment here and revealed to you the truth of all things regarding the darklings who are in, let's see it. If I did it and you saw it, there wouldn't really be much that you could do. Have, having gained that information, I don't think. I don't think there's really much you can do about that because it's a tendency. It's a natural tendency manifesting in the form of human decisions and action, which which is, is the actions of a very small group of people who want to, like, keep their inner circle powerful. And um, they have just very, like, uh, um, uh, their motivation is based on... A, vampirism basically it's it's the opposite of fusion it's a base they need a for their paradigm to work there needs to be limited resources and there needs to be like people who will do anything to gain those limited resources as long as they have those two conditions they can control everything because yes. if they control the limited resources they control the people who They're do trying anything. to control water and food right now monsanto's yeah and nestle right yeah. now are trying to control water and food it's a tendency but the problem is uh, it's not limited resources. It's unlimited resources. And the problem is um, uh, there's people who would do anything, anything, anything to uh, bring us into that place where the, the unlimited energy of the universe is harvested through technology so there's no more suffering. So I, 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 I totally understand what you're saying, and it's going to sound this weird analogy but it, what you're talking about is almost what happened to pornography, okay? Where it was like people had to pay big dollars to go rent a video, to go do this. And then like slowly they realized, oh, there's these tube sites where it's unlimited free pornography. And like it, yeah. this just, cl it just collapsed over here. And I know it's like That's a right. weird analogy with this no. very deep conversation. It's true. But it's like... Sometimes people don't realize, like my girlfriend, like she would not get on unlimited data on Verizon. I was doing all this YouTube stuff. She wouldn't do it. And I'm like, go for it. Go for it. She's like, oh, okay, fine. I'll call. Then she's like, oh yeah, it's really easy to go do that because Verizon got forced right. to give out unlimited data 
and now you don't have to pay for this data forever like Verizon was trying to hold on that's right forcing everybody to pay for go. data there and now go. because of the market they had to give it away because they were losing customers yeah yeah and 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 that is I think there for some people that is hilarious when things like that happen it's hilarious it's very funny to watch it's funny to watch things get puffed up and then to stumble on their own to basically like what's that thing you always hear in reggae songs he yeah that no he who diggeth the pit shall fall in it and it's fun to watch and i think that it's there's a form of justice there where it's like okay 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 watch what happens to you watch what happens watch what happens there's the teaching you know it's kind of like look 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 don't Whenever they start doing their thing, and it's so scary, healthcare, fucking scary. When they start doing their thing, and we look at it like, oh yeah, this will be forever. We forget every single cycle of revolution that's happened. It doesn't work. We're a hive of Africanized fucking monkey descendants that have gained the ability to manipulate reality at the atomic level. Any single one of us can have an innovation or inspiration that could potentially cure cancer, clean, desalinate ocean waters with a very limited amount of energy expenditure, some form of new solar panel that harvests energy from the sun uh, in, in a way that like creates like infinite abundant energy, fusion, some new psychedelic that is contagious that produces a never-ending state of compassion and empathy and anyone who ends up getting it a prophet a, pro a prophet could emerge a saint could emerge with some kind of new way of living that is the opposite of what Karl Marx did with communism or some new form of communism that actually works some new form of mixed in with some kind of psychedelic mixed in with unlimited energy mixed in with some kind of harmonization device mixed in with the appearance of some kind of extraterrestrial intelligence or machine intelligence that guides us in some specific way there's all these things that are around the corner that are probably gonna come to us in our lifetime and there's nothing the ghouls can do to stop it. But they're gonna try. Uh, they're gonna try to fight tooth and nail. Yeah, they're gonna fight tooth and nail and it's gonna make it that much sweeter when it goes down. It's just- Sometimes it's gotta get darker before, I tell people this all the time, sometimes it's gotta get darker before the light, man. And we've gotta keep our eyes on the prize. We cannot allow the gravity of their machinations, their, the gravity of their fucking paradigm, the gravity of their reality. You know, I, like the, I like this podcast. I like that this conversation happened because you have a very positive view on it. Sometimes I let it get too much with me. I, I, I let it consume me. That's when they too. got you. That's when they got you. I like it. That's the thing that you can't I let like them get it. you because it's like they don't care. They would like you. If, for example, if I opened the fucking secret thing in my Where wallet. Where is this? If I showed it to you, Sam. Yes. Your hair would turn white. You would be like, there's no way. There's no, what the fuck can we do about that? They've been here for so long. Longer than the planet. Longer than time. It's a giant wasp that's descended on the planet and is sucking the life out of us spiritually. How could we kill a thing like that? Whatever it was that I showed you, they would like that it would like wither you down and make you like, oh my God, all I should do is drink and fuck because there is no hope. They like that. So it's better for you to not see the secret wall. It's better though to imagine, fantasize with me for a second. 
that there are some very wonderful beings on the planet with us right now and they might do this all the fucking time they might deal with this shit all the time these fucking such a positive attitude (laughs) i like that it's real though dude i respect that (laughs) i respect that dude they they send emissaries you know i think it's true man i think it's a a maybe you're one of them what maybe you're one oh i'm not one of them but i think that i like your podcast is no you spread hope i i i well i mean I feel very excited about the future, and I think that there's a lot of like wonderful. You've inspired me a little bit right here. Good. I'm glad I have. Yeah. But, well, and, but it's important because you have a podcast too, and it's like what you're uncovering and what you're exploring. I'm not saying don't look into it. I'm just saying that look into it in the same way you go down into a fucking vampire's lair with a stake. Have some goddamn holy water. Have a silver bullet. I get you. Radiate the light. Don't get infected by the darkness. I like that. Don't spread the fear. They want to spread fear. They're the terrorists. They want to spread terror. If you if you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, you can tell people, yeah, this is what they're trying to do. But here's the good news. I think that's. I mean, like, really, with my podcast, Tim Foil Hat, I'm not necessarily trying to spread. Yeah. Oh, you know, this evil shit's going. I just love to explore. Right. And I, yeah. shed light you know, on what might be going on out there. You know, what I really do with, you know, I allow my guests to just kind of go explore, not necessarily challenge them on everything, just because like, here's this guy, here's his theory, let's explore his theory. I think it's beautiful, man. And I think it's like, uh, uh, not only is it like, uh, empowering and exciting to understand that like the way you think shit's running, it's not the way shit's running at all. I mean, that's exciting. I feel like it's like what the news was. Like, I think that people want news. They want intelligent talk. It's why they love your podcast. It's why they love the Joe Rogan experience. It's why they love Ari's show. It's like, it's smart, intelligent talk. Where I just like to explore these options and go, okay, what what do we think could be going on or maybe really going on? And that's really what I'm doing. I do get, I do get in arguments with people at the comedy store because they they call me a kook, you know, that they yeah. come at me from an angle where it's like, you're stupid. But I'm like, but you're trusting people you don't know with these information. We've caught these people constantly over and over again, sending out misinformation. Whereas I want to be like, maybe this is an option. Yeah, well, it's a problem, man. People don't want to like, the, the thing is, it's like, I was talking to someone once, very smart person. And I said to him, do you think world peace is possible and 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 he's like yeah it definitely is world peace is possible the cessation of all wars is possible but the reason people don't want to ask that question and it is one of the most important questions it's a question that everyone should be exploring in the same way we're trying to understand how to desalinate water and cure the various diseases that are killing so many people and faster than light travel but it's a very important question but the reason people don't want to ask it this is what he said to me the reason people don't want to answer it or is because the moment you answer it yeah it's obviously it's possible it's clearly possible is because the moment you think it's possible every day that you don't do something to try to move us a little bit closer to whatever that is right you're committing a terrible sin you're fighting on the wrong side of the war. Is that where we're getting back to the hope that we're talking about? You start losing a little hope? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you just have to know. This is something Terrence McKenna says. 
one, like sometimes on his mushroom trips and he says he he sees massive 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 machines floating in space and he gets the message don't worry we're coming we're coming don't worry now i think that we kind of have to like allow yourself to if you've established that there is a nefarious group of super intelligent, greedy people attempting to militarize and globalize and 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 sort of lock down the planet in some vampiric, never-ending so horror weird, show, right? if you believe that, then you must believe it's opposite. And you know these fucking cheesy shits are like, I'm the resistance. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about that. Yes, I agree with that. But you have to like, it, just allow yourself to imagine something really funny. There's the opposite of them. And they're more adept at what they're doing because their basis of action is love, which is an infinite energy source. Love never runs out. It never goes away. It's a pre-existing condition, so to speak, of reality. Whereas the shit that they're into, it runs out. It runs out. They don't have the same fuel. It's not unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So anyway, you have to allow yourself that fantasy. And then I dig that for sure, man. And then call for them, man. Send out little signals like shit. I think you're Do we out have a there. name for these people? I don't know what they're they call themselves these days, but I would just say like you just fucking say every once in a while, send out the message. How can I help? I love it, dude. I, hey, man, I think you got to have hope. I think you got to look for the positivity, even in the darkness. What's good going on? Uh, you know, I, I, I totally agree with that. I think How can are... I help, Sam? That's the question. Send it out there. The next time you're laying in bed about to fall asleep, you go, how can I help? You just think, how can I help? How can I help? I think you're out there. Please let me have the honor of serving you. I want to be part of this fucking, fucking thing that's it. going down. Let me help. I love it. I'll do anything you want. Just let me help. I, I know you're it. out there. I know you're super smart. I know I trust you. I love it. And then it. see what happens. Who knows? You, you might get a phone call. You might get a visit. There might be a little synchronicity that happens. Something might come out of somewhere that shows you what your next step is. How to put the fucking rail down. You know what I mean? Because they're smart. You know the conspiracy theory about how they built the fucking... Um, uh, spaceship, the the moon lander, whatever. Yeah. How and if you want to do something really secret, you have to split it up into a bunch of tiny little components so that the people working on the individual components, if they get busted, they don't know who they're working with. Oh yeah. So yeah, the yeah. whole thing can't go down. Yeah. So in the same way, it might be like that, where it's like, okay, 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 we're gonna assign you to this tiny little part of the workshop. Your job is just to deal with this. And you don't know what the other side's Hell doing. Hell no. And it's good you don't know. You yeah. don't want to know. You ignorance don't want to know. Well, ignorance is important so that the whole thing doesn't get busted. If I bust you and I fucking start torturing you and you tell them, oh shit, man, I'll tell you who's running this right, fucking right, thing. It's right, this right, fucking right. dude who's like, you know, whatever. And then the next thing you know, that guy gets buzzed. It goes up the chain. On a need to know basis. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Need to know basis, man. We can't. Right. You wouldn't want this data yeah you don't want you don't to know you don't want to know what this is for well, it would be bad this make your dollar you would fuck up a lot of people too you know you yeah. just have to think just from your own thought experiment think you know what 
I bet there's some people, I bet there's people out there smarter than me. And I bet there's people out there smarter than them. And I bet there's people out there smarter than them. And I bet it gets really smart. And I bet it gets, there, I know there's people out there richer than me. And I bet there's people richer than them. It gets really rich. Not everyone has a lot of money. He's evil, man. And no. then, right. And that's where it gets cool up there. That's where it gets I fucking mean, if you cool. look at Bill Gates, you know, he's getting a lot, giving him a lot of money to AIDS research, to women's programs, all that stuff. So it's interesting. You don't believe the Gates shit about them trying to like wipe out a bunch of shit or something? I don't even, hey dude, he's probably part of the committee of 300, this group of people that run everything and maybe they got to play that dance a little bit where they do a little good and do a little bad. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's so beyond Elon me. Musk is an example. Elon Musk seems pretty badass, man. Like with, he seems like he wants to help everybody, and then then they'll come up with some one thing he did at one time. They'll try to make everybody dislike him and paint him as a bad guy. I, I think he's trying to create. I mean, like, why are we still having you know cars that run on fucking gasoline when we know it's supposedly not good for the uh, for the environment? And this guy's created something that is so simple. That runs on like electricity. Why are we still, you know, it's well, just like sometimes we, visionaries get shot. Sometimes they get killed. Sometimes it. they get bought out. What a great fucking bullet to take, man. What a great bullet to take. Not to get bought out, but to get executed for like being part of the, the unstoppable crest of the wave of evolutionary techno love that's sweeping through this particular sector of the universe. Oh, there's no death. And, and that probably like to fucking close the podcast with what you talked about. Maybe the reason some of us are afraid to die is because we haven't had a chance to really help out yet. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to live. We're just kind of like going through this thing that we've been told instead of just being like, hey, man, I'm just going to operate without a safety net. And if I fall, who knows what's going to happen and just go for it. And it's just like. You know, it's a very interesting thing. I, I do it. Like, I, what limited resource I have, I have, I like to help. I've been working with this charity in Los Angeles for 15 years. It's the Armenian Bone Marrow Registry. It is literally, I've helped build giant, like, wow. hospitals in Armenia where they do, they do check for bone marrow matches. And it's wow. like, it's something tangible. You know, my... Wow. My well-crafted, multi-layered dick jokes have helped build a <laughs> hospital in uh, Armenia <laughs> that helps people of my descendants, you know? And it's, uh, it's kind of cool, but, you know, it's like the little things you can help. That's more than little, Sam. That, but that, <laughs> that, exactly, right there. That's it. That's your, that's the set. That's the part of the workshop. Because one of those people that you've helped, man, really, we just, it's like this. We... We know there are certain extinction events that could happen. Meteor, Yellowstone, Supervolcano. Oh, yeah, disease, that's whatever. going on whatever. crazy, right? Yeah, we know these things, but there's the opposite of these extinction events that could happen. And every single person is a potential carrier of this, this thing, this idea. Every single person. You don't know who it is, but somebody's going to be in the shower or on a jog or in an airplane, and they're going to be like, oh, oh, wait. Oh fuck! Wait, I've got this idea. I've got this really, really good idea. Or it might be a group of people. Or who knows? Who knows? But that little idea, like when Tesla invents the alternating current engine, when Albert Hoffman decides to go back and um, ingest LSD twenty-five. There's a million examples of it. 
there are millions of examples of, of when some brilliant being has the thing that happens in their mind and they're like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. And then the ripples of that eternally spread through history because they did it. It came out of them. Where it came from before them, who the fuck knows? Yeah. But it's a, like a UFO and they're the landing strip and it landed in this dimension and it created ultimate change. I love it. That is why when you save people's lives or do bone, you don't know, man. You might have saved the life. Butterfly effect. Yes. That's right. That's right. And that is the job, I think. That's the revolution right there. Help out people. What have you done with your life? Yeah. You know, nobody talks about how much, you know what, man? At your funeral, man, they never bring up how much money you made. They always talk about did you, how you helped the people around you. That's that, always wow, it, dude. It's trippy. That'd be so fucked up if that's what they said. This guy made more money than anybody I know. Nobody says that. It's like, like dude, he's had an impact on my life. He's helped this person. Helped spreadsheets them. with your bank account on it. That's the fucking funeral. Or just on your coffin, it's got your like Bank of America final balance. Your coffin design is made of your Bank of America online report. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. who you helped. Yep. To, or you didn't fucking help. Too. Yep. Being there for somebody, helping people get through it. It's like giving back. That's what it's really about. Some people lose that, man, and they become miserable. You see people get everything they want in their life, and they're just they're going to therapy three times a week. It's like, if you're going to therapy three times a week, you have to change what you're trying to do on this planet. Yeah. Well, I mean, therapy's healthy, but... Uh, no, it's not that therapy's gone. But if you're in a place where you have to figure out why you're not happy, change what, what you're trying to go after. Yeah, just buy a bike, go bicycling. What's the whole saying? After 70 grand or 100 grand, you're not anymore. I mean, obviously, depending on where you live, but you know, you know, there's, you're not any more happier. You're not um, any more happier after a million dollars than you are with a hundred million dollars or whatever, right. like that. You know, you're it's right. like you get to a point where you got this is enough money. You got it. You end up with a little tourniquet around your soul, basically, man. You get cut off from the main, the main. You start getting vein. into weird shit sexually. You're like, I gotta go so deep into yeah. this shit yeah. just to get my nut off. Yeah. You know, it's you know, junk food. You're eating junk food. I hear a lot of people in recovery. They always talk about how they have they're suicidal. They always think about killing yourself. I'm like, this. It's simple. Go, fucking volunteer somewhere. Get out of your fucking head. Yeah. Get out of your head and help somebody. Like. I had a friend of mine recently go through some real shit and I was really down and he called me and he's like, I'm going, I'm like, man, you just took me out of my head. Cause my shit isn't nearly as bad yeah. as your shit was. And I helped yeah. him get his shit back online. And that is what it's all about. <sighs> That's it. And you know what that is, brother? That's fusion. Because the moment that you are like, you start doing the opposite of, of like what yeah. you're taught, the moment you're like, you know what? I'm going to give. That's when you start getting right that's how it works they to, to to receive you must give that which you you that which you have will be take how does it go i can't remember it's all biblical it's all jesus hey, talks dude. about it hold on a second man just real quick all right sam we're we got to close on that positive feedback essence of wisdom yes emerging from the super volcano yes. of love it is your heart. I love you, Dan. How can people connect with you, Sam? On all social media, it's at Sam Tripoli, T-R-I-P-O-L-I. Please check out my podcast, Tinfoil Hat. I do it with my good friend, Ryan Davis, who loves you. Said at one point he had a nice 
30-minute conversation with you on the patio of the comedy store that was life-changing. Uh, hi, Ryan. Okay, he, he's very much. And, uh, you know, I just check out my YouTube page. I always put out fun, weird shit that, you know, I have this thing called twerking in politics that I really enjoy doing. And it's just uh, youtube.com <laughs> backslash Sam Tripoli. And uh, Duncan, man, it's great to see you out here. It's good to see you going for it. And you seem like it's, it's a happy move for you. And I, I have nothing but the utmost respect and love for you. Likewise, Sam. Thank you so much, Anytime. dude. Anytime. Hare Krishna.